Well, I am chatting with Giovanna Capoza right now. She is an author. She's a coach. She's a spiritual teacher. She's a mentor. She is amazing. This lady is a beacon for women out there. She's originally from Toronto. She's now living in Australia. And Giovanna, your specialty is getting women unstuck. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, God knows why you'd want to leave Toronto and go to Australia. <laughs> really? I mean, don't you like it when it's minus 30? Come on. I know, right? I should be I should be there. I just had my sister sending me some photos of the snow right up to the midpoint of their <laughs> sliding back door. And I said, well, I'm, I'm just going to go for a walk by the beach this morning. And thanks for the photo. <laughs> no kidding. So, I mean, I have to ask why, even before we get started, uh, why did you, what was the trigger for you moving to Australia? Oh, wow. Well, this is, this is, it's actually quite a long story. It's been a long time coming, but the actual trigger to get me here was that I met someone. And so this was last year and I, I met someone and he was sort of the catalyst to get me here on this adventure and this journey. And then, um, I decided to stay and, and just check it out. And it's, it's beautiful. It's summer here now. It's, I'm in Melbourne and it's, uh, it's a bit of a crazy summer. I have to say it's not like a consistent Toronto summer, let's say, even though I don't know about that word consistent anymore, but, I know. um, <laughs> but, uh, it's beautiful here. And so, yeah, so that's what brought me here. So originally that, uh, that connection brought me here and then, you know, I decided to stay and I decided to sort of create a life here. So prior to that, I was living in Mexico for a year and a half. So I've had quite the adventures in the last few years. Now, I've got to, uh, I've got to ask you, people in Australia, do they think you have an accent or do they say, hey, she doesn't have an accent, we have an accent? Oh, no, they totally think I have an accent. They're like, wow, I love your accent. It sounds, I just said, I don't have an accent. They're like, it sounds so great. I know. <laughs> I know. It's I quite love it. I love it when you travel and people say that. So what words do they make fun of in Australia? What Canadian words do they make fun of? Well, you know, like everywhere else, they pick up on the same words. So they do pick up those of those people that have that sort of keen ear. Mm -hmm. They do pick up that I'm Canadian. Most people think I'm American and I correct them and then they're very apologetic and I say, it's okay, don't worry. <laughs> um, it's all good. Um, but the word they pick up on is sorry. Because Canadian, and I've picked up that on my travels, because Americans pronounce the O's differently a little bit. So they say sorry, whereas we say sorry. Oh. So we're like... Yeah, so they pronounce the O a little bit like an A. So as soon as I, if I say that, because you know Canadians were always apologizing for everything. Of course. Um, so of course. So uh, as soon as I say that, they say, "Oh yes, you're Canadian." And, and the odd A here and there, I'll throw in the odd A. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, good for you living in Australia. Like I said, Giovanna Capoza is so accomplished. Uh, she's a mentor. She's a spiritual teacher, a coach, an author, and she really specializes with, like I said, off the top. Women Women who are stuck, your relationship coach, uh, women who have, are having issues at work, uh, issues with their, with their weight. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, tell us a little bit about the majority of your clients. What, what do they come to you with? Is it a relationship issue or a work problem or, or physical issue? Yeah. So I really speak to women across the board. Um, you know, what happens is normally women will come to me when they've sort of reached that point of, you know, I just want to be happy. 
but they have no idea what that looks like for them. Um, and it is that point of stuckness. Like that's a fantastic word to use to describe it. And what happens is the women that come to see me, you know, I have women that come for weight loss. I have women that I'm helping them with their relationships, um, you know, whether they've ended or they're in one. I have women who are building a business, but it all really boils down to one thing, which is cultivating that authentic relationship to self. And so many of us, you know, we get lost. We really get lost in these masks that we have to wear and these identities that we put on. And we get to the point in our lives where we just say, I don't know who I am anymore. I really don't know. And so that is the typical woman. So, you know, it doesn't matter sort of what the outside story is that's going on. It could be the symptom, as I call it, could be weight. The symptom could be, you know, relationship turmoil. Or many times I get women that they come and they say, you know, I just keep, I keep repeating the same thing. You know, I keep meeting the same guys or I keep having the same you know, friendships break down, or I keep having the same issues at work. And it's sort of these repeated patterns. So these are the external symptoms, and they could be across the board. But really, what's going on is this really disconnection from their self, from authentically who they are. And what ends up happening is, you know, you've, it, it's a facilitation of that transformation, really to get down to those deep levels. So yeah, symptomatically, I would say women across the board. And I love that word stuckness, because really that that essentially is what they're coming with. Um, and then we just dive deeper, we dive into why it is that they're stuck and, and uncovering all those bits. So yeah, it could be any number of issues that present themselves. But as I said, they're just the external symptom for that, that deeper place that's sort of calling out to say, hey, listen to me, hey, pay attention. Now, is there a an average age that this this stuckness happens, the stickiness happens, or is it all over the board? <clears throat> you know, that's a great question. I actually, what I have found is the women that I work with, um, they're anywhere between, let's say, the ages of 35 to 55. Um, I've worked with women older, and I've also worked with women in their 20s. Um, but I find that central sort of age group sort of... I would say late 30s into that area of, of their 40s um, where there is that little bit of sort of – it's a little bit of a wake-up call that mm -hmm. happens. And oftentimes there's been enough of these, let's say, repeated patterns or enough of these disappointments um, or enough of these like blocks that you know women keep bumping into where they stop and say, what's going on? Um, you know, why, is, why does this keep happening? But, you know – Again, that's just an average, but I've seen women, I, I had a client, you know, who was um, in her late 60s and she finally realized that, you know, what have I been doing my whole life? I've been, you know, I've been a mom, I've been a wife, I've been a friend, I've been a daughter. And she was really at the stage where she thought, I don't even know who I am and I don't, you know, I want to make the rest of my life the best of my life, so to speak. And she had no idea where to begin. So it really does, it really can happen across the board. And I think it's a matter of where each individual woman is in her own personal evolution and where she is in her self-awareness. Because, you know, for me, my journey on this started very young. I was 18 years old when I was like, wait a second, something's off here. So, and it's been a, pro you know, it's been a process ever since. But, you know, for some women, it takes them longer. Um, and it just, it just depends. It just depends where you are in your own, you know, spiritual awareness and your own personal awareness. 
I uh, I noticed on and it's uh, you ha- you have it on your website. So I'm not saying anything out of school, but you were saying that one of your big catalysts, uh, you know, <coughs> tragically you lost your mom um, mm-hmm. when you were young, and then you said you uh, you're a beautiful woman. I mean, I look at your picture on your website, but you said you had uh, gone up to 215 pounds. I'm guessing that's probably a hundred pounds more than you weigh. So, <laughs> right? So, thank uh, you. Thank you for that. I love that. <laughs> so, was that sort of your your catalyst for saying I got to do something? I've got to change change the way I'm feeling. I mean, obviously you were completely sad when your mom passed, but that must have got you stuck somewhere that you were just unhappy, gaining weight and not being able to crawl out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, so my mom passed away, it'll be five years this year. Mm. And I think what that revealed for me was a lot of the areas in my life that I was ignoring. And a lot of the areas where I was stuck, and I still didn't have the answers. But, you know, like I talk about on my website, it was definitely a catalyst. At that point, I had been in a relationship for seven years with a really wonderful man, um, you know, great, great on paper, nothing to complain about. It's not like we fought, like great guy. Um, But I was increasingly unhappy. And so I had to look at all those places. I had to look at all the places that I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And I had to look at all the places where, um, you know, the term that gets used quite a bit and that I use is self-abandonment. Like where are all the places that I've abandoned myself? You know, one of them was the fact that I was unhappy in this relationship and I didn't feel like I had a way out. I thought, well, this is just what you do. You know, you just you just have a house in the suburbs and you have all the toys and you have fancy cars and, you know, and, and you have a comfortable life. And, you know, I, I used to throw around the term uh, suburgatory a lot and then they came up with the show <laughs> and I thought, they stole, they stole my term. Damn but, them. Damn them. But yeah, I mean, I used to sit upstairs in my office window and I'd look outside, you know, I lived on a beautiful cul-de-sac in Richmond Hill and in a beautiful, expensive home and expensive cars. And I used to sit upstairs in my office and look outside and I'd look at all the moms on the street and they were so happy and they were really happy and they had their kids and they had, you know, their trips to Walmart and they had, but it was great for them, but it just wasn't great for me. And I just kept staring at that thinking, I'm trying to fit myself into a box that's not me. And I really had to look at that. And of course, the symptom of weight gain, I mean, I had I had always carried a little bit of weight probably since childhood, but I progressively started to gain weight. And so, yeah, by the time my mother passed away, I was 215 pounds. She battled with cancer for two years and the last three months were the worst. Oh. Yeah. And so I, I literally looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was just like, I don't even know who you are. And I didn't. I didn't know who I was. I didn't even know what I wanted. I just knew what I didn't want. Um, And often that's the start for people is I just, I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And so that was a journey and I progressively started losing weight. You know, unfortunately the relationship ended and I I chose to um, explore some different avenues for myself. And then literally from there, like all these amazing, wonderful, sometimes painful events occurred. Um... But yeah, losing my mom, I think, was the big catalyst because, you know, talk about an identity for women and and where we place a lot of our identity and we don't even know it. So, the you know, the relationship with between a mother and daughter um, is so special and so sacred. It's very different 
than let's say, you know, the daughter with, with her father. And it, it was definitely the fire that got lit under me. And of course, having to experience the grief and go through all of that and all of the things it means to really lose a parent. So absolutely, that was sort of, and the last five years have been, you know, personal growth and change of everything, environment, living situation. It's just been sort of a quantum leap, just skyrocketing. So that that definitely is it. So if you could look back on yourself, a really quick question, by the way, for the majority of women that come to you that are quote unquote stuck, are they single or are they in relationships? Great question. Um, Do you know, I would say that it would be, I would say that it would be about 60-40. So 60% of them in relationships, 40% single. Okay. Um, yeah, it would, it's, um, it's funny though that the ones that are in relationship um, are experiencing a little more of the identity crisis than the ones that are not. Got it. Okay. By the way, I'm chatting with Giovanna, uh, Giovanna Caposa. Uh, you can find her at GiovannaCaposa.com. She's a mentor, a spiritual teacher, a coach, an author, and she specializes uh, dealing with women who are stuck. So if you are stuck, uh, Giovanna does something really, really cool. You have a wonderful offer. Uh, tell us about that, Giovanna. Yeah, thank you. So um, basically what I do for women that are maybe curious about exploring this a little bit more, um, finding out what the work is about and how it could possibly benefit them, and even if it applies to them, is I offer a free or a complimentary consultation. It's about an hour, and I offer that through for anyone in the world, really. The, it's, it's a global sort of access. I use Skype, and I offer that to any woman that might be interested in exploring a little bit for herself. So it's an hour complimentary um, consultation with myself. That's, you know, that's very generous. And I'm sure you have a lot of women who just reach out to you with the same thing saying, I'm lost. I don't know what happened. It's almost like a even your journey is a very eat, pray, love sort of journey, you know, <laughs> traveling from Canada, Australia, and finding yourself. But I wanted to ask you if you had to talk to yourself way back when when you were starting your journey. Um, give us a little hint of what some of those, uh, what some of those chapters or some of those, uh, touchstones would be in terms of getting back to who you are. Oh, fabulous question. Well, you know, I, I see these little posts on Facebook all the time and it says, you know, what, what word of advice would you have for your younger self? And I think the single biggest piece of advice that I would have for my younger self right now is to not look for my value in anything outside of myself. So not to look for my value or my sense of self-worth through relationships, not to look for it through work, not to look through it, you know, through parents or anyone, just to really cultivate the relationship to self. Um, That was definitely, you know, when I look at all the touchstones as you as you refer to them in my life and I look at all the places where you know I stumbled or I tripped it was because I was looking outside of myself for something to fulfill me and there's never fulfillment when you do that because we're just it's always it's kind of just like grasping at something in the water it just you kind of you're grabbing it but it just gets further away and you're grabbing it and it gets further away so that's the single biggest um takeaway that I've had in my life is just to not look outside of yourself for that because there really is nothing out there. 
Um, now, when you do deal with your clients, I mean, it must be just amazing when you start to see the transformation. Um, do you have a sort of average number of weeks or months that you start to see, wait a second, there's the light at the end of the tunnel. <clears throat> um, does that usually happen in the first couple of months, speaking to you on a weekly basis, or does it take longer than that, would you say? Yeah, I think it really depends, again, going back to that level of self-awareness and that sort of level of readiness. And it, every woman is different. So um, it's it's really a, an individual journey and it's really personalized for that person. So, you know, I really have to be a really good judge and sort of use my intuition and my skills at seeing where are they at and where can we start? And so for some women, they see some transformation in three months. For some women in three months, it's, I don't, like, they're totally different people and they don't even realize it. I'll, I'll sometimes say, do you remember when we first spoke and and you were saying this and that? And they'll say, oh my gosh, yeah. You know, so just it's such an organic process, but it really does depend. And you know, that's the answer that every woman hates to hear is it depends, but it really does because it's it's um, dependent on their, you know, their level of personal commitment. And oftentimes, this, this sounds horrible, but it really does depend on how fed up they are. You know, when I hear a woman on the other end of the phone who is like, that's it, enough is enough, I need to do something about this because I'm not, I'm not living the rest of my life like this. And they're just, they've got that fire. Mm -hmm. I just know those are the women that are going to start to see results like within the first four weeks. I just know it because just from experience, you know, and I can see the difference when women are sort, there's sort of that committed, but there's that fear and they're, you know, they want to change, but they're afraid of the change at the same time, which is totally normal. Um, you know, it might take a little longer, but everybody is different because, you know, People have aha moments something that sometimes that they didn't even expect. And that just, again, that's a quantum leap. It just propels you forward. So it really does depend. Well, Giovanna, I don't think we can tempt you to come back to Toronto. I can't blame you. Your, your eat, pray, love journey has uh, kept you in Australia. And I'm, I'm very happy for you. But what you oh, do you. is a global message that reaches out to every woman in every corner of the earth. I, uh, I highly uh, recommend Giovanna Caposa. You can go to her website, Giovanna Caposa, uh, G-I-O. Um, why don't you spell your name? Because I'm just going to make a mess Sure. No problem. No problem. Incidentally, I will be back in Toronto when the weather gets better for a visit. So I haven't abandoned it completely. <laughs> so we'll see you in September then. Perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so the website is GiovannaCaposa.com. So G-I-O-V-A-N-N-A-C-A-P-O-Z-Z-A.com or ZZA for the Americans out there. <laughs> That's right. And listen, if you are stuck, because Giovanna, she specializes in women who are just stuck. They've said, I'm fed up. I can't take it anymore. And she just talks you off a ledge. You can tell she's a very sweet person, but she's got some amazing techniques. And she's putting her, her, uh, you know, her money behind her mouth behind her money because she says, look, reach out to me, contact me through my website, and I'll consult you for free for an hour. Let's talk. So if you're feeling like you're on the ledge, call Giovanna because she's a, a fantastic woman doing amazing work out there. Uh, like I said, she is. Uh, she's a coach, she's an author, she's a spiritual teacher, and she's a friend. So uh, she specializes in uh, in relationships. But you know what, like she said, it's all over the board. It could be something that's like a weight issue, a work issue, whatever. So if you're feeling like you're reaching for the vodka, 
don't do it. Call Javonna <laughs> instead, okay? So, yes. uh, Javonna, thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, for chatting with me this afternoon. One more time, can you give folks your website? I can. It's JavannaCaposa.com. And I really look forward to speaking to you again soon. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Giovanna. Like I said, we'll see you when the, uh, when the glaciers melt here in Toronto. Yeah, okay? exactly. Exactly. Thanks so much, Judy.